This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. So Dan Graziano of ESPN.com has myths about the 14 playoff teams, and he attempts to bust these myths in a piece on ESPN+. Plus. Yeah. Let's skip right down to the Texans and the Browns, the four Which, uh, and five seeds. Again, if you want to just thank, uh, you know, recognize your blessings. Uh, gone are the days when in any article that had uh, was written about the entire NFL, when you had to scroll all the way down to 30, 31, or 32, nice. or do a control F or something. Uh, now it's like... For one, a lot of times you can, they're right near the top of a list. Uh, or if you get to the playoffs, uh, there's not that many teams to scroll through. No. So it's, just, uh, it's very, very nice. Damn yeah. four seed, man. They're the four seed in the, uh, in the AFC. All right, here we go, Seth. I'm going to have you assess these myths. Yes. The myth. The, we'll do the Texans and the Browns. The myth, according to Dan Graziano of the Houston yeah. Texans, the Texans have enough at receiver to cope with the Tank Dell injury. Yeah, that's. I was a little confused about that being the myth. Like, I don't. I don't think that's like necessarily carved into a stone Anybody at the Acropolis. Yeah, like it's like. Yeah. And Zuth did say uh, the Texans are just fine at receiver. Nobody's so, saying that. This is yeah. proof. That, this is proof that the Texans are still not completely back on the oh, grid. I'll tell you. Oh well, yeah, because like they had to concoct this crap, um, including this nice job, ESPN fact checkers. Yeah. The Texans went three and one in Stroud's final four starts of the season after he missed two games while in the concussion protocol. I'm reading that and I'm like, wait, if I gone dumb again, what the hell is it? I thought he only played in two games after he came back from the concussion protocol. So I think what he meant is they went three and one after his concussion, including the two games that he wasn't there. But they were most yeah. certainly – he was 2-0 and after he came back from the concussion. Yeah, yeah. I'm like trying to yeah. go through in my head. I mean, he did He did go 3-1 and one in his last three starts, but it, they weren't all after. Two of the starts were before – he only had two starts after his concussion. Yeah. Right? Yeah, like he, he – I mean, No, this is just – this sentence is wrong. It's wrong. Yeah, yeah. yeah it yeah. wasn't those, – those four starts didn't take place after his concussion. Yeah. So it just goes to show you, like, they, uh, they, they spent zero time on this. Yeah. It's just uh, – it's disrespect to the ultimate. And yet – Let's play along. If the Texans, if there was a myth out there that the Texans are are just fine at receiver while coping with the tank down injury, maybe because you saw Nico Collins go off for 195 yards versus the Colts, um, I think they, they make some good points that okay, this isn't the same offense as it was when Tank Dell was around. No, no, the explosives are way down. Graziano says consider that from weeks one through twelve, 
The Texans had a league-leading 54 plays of 20 yards or more, including seven for touchdowns. Furthermore, the Texans only had one touchdown catch of 20 yards or more weeks 13 through 18. So they, yeah, they've only they their number of explosive plays have gone way down. Just 15 since week 13. The only thing I would add to that, though, as well, is that if you're going to go weeks 13 through 18 in those six games that you cite, CJ was out and injured in two and a half of them. Yeah. Possibly more if he got concussed the week prior to that. If there was, the if Denver he was game. playing the concussion, let's just say I, there's a good chance that CJ was concussed and or absent in three of those six games. So I like if I like I'm not completely buying. I'm not completely buying a that it was a myth. But if it was a myth, I don't think your evidence that like it's that drastically. I don't think it's as drastically different as the. The stats they cited. Yeah, my, my, I've had a chance to get used to them not being as explosive as they used to be. Because yeah. Tank's been down for a while now. Tank Dell, Tank Dell is the cheat code that unlocks a lot of the explosiveness for the entirety of the offense, as opposed to just taking shots to Nico Collins nonstop. Um, my, my concern is the depth at the position. And Robert Woods and Noah Brown, neither of whom practiced yesterday. You know, and, and so we'll see today. They've got to get, Seth, in my opinion... Yeah. I'm not going to say they'll only win the game if this happens, but I will say it gets easier if they get at least one of those two guys back. Get one of them back on the field, either Noah Brown or Robert Woods, because the drop-off, you could get away with just just hammering the ball to Nico Collins all day against Indianapolis. Yeah. You need at least one more threat out there. And I say threat. It's not like Noah Brown and Robert Woods are Justin Jefferson or something like that. But, I mean, my God, they're, they're a massive upgrade over John Mechie and Xavier Hutchinson. You know, they're, pro, they're at least seasoned pros. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, got to get, get one of those guys out there. As far as the explosiveness goes, I mean, like the very first play from scrimmage for the offense last week was pretty damn explosive. Uh, I just don't – that's probably not going to be available versus the Browns' defense. It, it could happen, but it's unlikely. They just don't make as many mistakes. They're a better defense overall. Um, but it's not like the Colts were chumps. It, like That was a good defense, and they took their opportunity when they had it. Uh, it just they're, The Browns are much more capable of focusing the appropriate amount of attention on Nico and still taking care of everybody else as yep. well. Um, so I, I don't I don't think the wide receiver thing is a myth at all with the Texans. That's reality that I think a lot of Texan fans are super concerned about. The myth for the Browns, according to Dan Graziano of ESPN.com, the myth, the Browns can overcome Joe Flacco's interceptions. One of the great Mm -hmm. storylines of the season, this is Graziano talking here, Flacco has started five games for the Browns and helped them into the playoffs after the loss of Deshaun Watson. The 38-year-old has thrown eight interceptions in those five games. He's also fumbled four times, Yeah, he's only lost one of them. That is a good mention right there, Graziano. The Browns... An old man fumbling for his keys. Yep. Yep. The Browns are nevertheless 4-1 and one in those games, largely because there's been 13 touchdown passes to go with all these turnovers, or in the case of the fumbles, potential turnovers. The Browns also have the best defense in the league. The Browns actually led the NFL in turnovers in the regular season with 37, but still went 11-6 and six because they were um, tied for fifth with 28 takeaways. They actually have a negative nine turnover ratio on the season it's it's one of the weirder things about the Browns in all the ways that you think a team might overcome losing three of its quarterbacks you would think well they've got to be they've got to be like winning the turnover margin battle right like nope nope they actually turn the ball over they turn the ball over a lot but the Browns defense does create a lot of turnovers too so they're, they're still negative on the margin but it's offset at least by some of the and I think that Browns defense um 
like they do a lot with those turnovers too, either good returns or scoring. With yeah. Them, so it affects field position, but there is. It's tough. I don't. I don't look at them like a flukish team. I feel like it's a well constructed roster. There are some things about the Browns that it feels like okay, it's going to be hard to sustain that through a playoff run. The problem is you've already seen Joe Flacco like go against character once once previously in his career, which was how many eleven years ago now that he did it. He went. He went a four games. The playoff run. His, his Super Bowl chance. Yeah, two thousand twelve. Eleven seasons ago. Eleven seasons ago. Yep. He went. It wasn't like Joe Flacco that entire season hadn't been turning the ball over. It was just he went on a freakish run where he had 11 touchdowns and zero interceptions in the playoffs. In three of the playoff games, he he completed fewer than 60% of his passes. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't precision quarterbacking. It was him throwing some awesome deep balls at times and then and not throwing, uh, the, throwing, turn, throwing interceptions or turning the ball over. Yep. Um, so that's – that – that one, I think Graziano's more on target with the Browns one. I do think if the Texans, if they win the turnover battle, if Flacco is if Flacco is as generous with the football in this game as he's been in the four game or the five games he's played for the Browns so far, I think the Texans win this football game. I do. Yeah. I, I you know if he's if he's throwing, <laughs> you know, round up, he's throwing a couple interceptions every game. I think if the Texans get a couple interceptions, I think the big thing too, Seth. If and this is where Will Anderson and Jonathan Grenard both playing, or at least one of them playing, if they can get the ball on the ground too, you know what I mean? Like if Flacco is inclined to to cough the ball up on a strip yeah. sack or something like that, and the Texans yeah. get on it, that's a, no, and that's the same thing. Interceptions are like pressures lead to interceptions. Yeah. The, the pass rush, the pass rush is everything in this game, and it's mostly from the edges because that's where the opportunity is. You've got. If Jonathan Grenard and Will Anderson are healthy, you've got an extreme advantage versus the Browns' offensive tackles. Browns' interior offensive line is pretty good, and the Texans' defensive tackles are pretty banged up. But they can at least they can battle, and they can have some good reps if they're if they're healthy enough to do it. So that pass rush and then being sharp on the back end, not making so many mental errors, is big. As far as um, since Graziano's article is kind of like the myths of things as as they lead in the playoffs in general. I think for the for the Browns, if they're to advance past this round, the big thing they got to look at is okay, Baltimore's second in the league in takeaways, Buffalo's third in the league in takeaways. Yeah. So like, the Joe Joe Flacco fumbling and throwing interceptions might really not bode well versus those teams. No, and and along those lines, we've had people ask like, okay, the Texans are playing this home game. Is there any is there any chance that they could play another home playoff game? If they win this one. I admire the moxie of people looking ahead to the next round and getting greedy for a home playoff game for a four seed. Yes, mathematically it could happen. It, you would require the Dolphins to beat the Chiefs in what sounds like is going to be sub-zero weather in Kansas City this weekend. Yeah, And it would take the Steelers beating the Bills in Buffalo without TJ Watt <laughs> and with Mason Rudolph at quarterback. You would have to have both those things. Both those teams, because then you'd have the one, the four, the six, and the seven. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. 
Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Dolphins, okay, let me guess the lines on these. Okay. I'm guessing... Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hang on, let me pull them up real quick here. Okay. Okay. I got them. Go ahead. Boy, okay, the Dolphins-Chiefs is a tricky one. I got to try to dial in what a public sentiment is, is skewing this one. Because usually in the, you get into the playoffs and it's more heavily, they're more heavily uh, gambled upon. So the public does move the line a little bit sometimes. Yeah. I'm going to say that it's, I'm going to say that this one is um, Kansas City by uh, minus one. Kansas City minus four. It's in oh, Kansas wow, City. Okay. Yeah, it's in yeah. Kansas City. I know it's in Kansas City. I don't. I, I think that I, the Chiefs aren't a good football. Well, the, team. but the Dolphins they're, they're a mediocre football. No, team. No, but the Dolphins yeah. haven't played well of late either. I mean, the Dolphins, I know, yeah. I know, I know, and, I know, and it's going it, to be really, really cold. Yeah, um, and they have the home field advantage. Yeah, yeah. okay. No, the, I was listening. Hand, I was bad li- handicapping, but I mean, I was listening on the way in today, Seth, and and whoever yeah. I was listening to nationally was talking about this game, and the Dolphins have just an absolutely dismal record in conditions like are going to be in Kansas City on Saturday night. Like, awful. Terrible. So, yeah, well, and Tyreek Hill drops a lot. Uh, like, so the, and the, he's banged those up. weather conditions don't favor him. Um, okay, so minus three for that. And then, I'm okay, the minus Bills four, Steelers. Yeah. Bill, minus four, sorry. Yeah. I was three off. Uh, Bills, Bills minus – weather's not as much of a factor for those two teams. No. But I would say Bills – Minus nine, minus ten. Good guess. Okay. Yeah, I good. think you. I think you may have said that earlier in the show. So I, uh, that, that might have been a subconscious. That's okay. That, Take credit, man. Minus ten. Yeah, my, minus ten. I. I don't see any way the Steelers win this game, which means they're probably going to go out and win the game. That's what Mike Tomlin does. I didn't see any way the Steelers would win ten games this year after the Texans took them to the woodshed in Week Four, and now here they are with the same record as the Houston Texans. All right. Um. Do you want to guess some of these other ones? You want to take a yes. stab at the. Uh, we got to do these quick because we got headlines coming up. Packers, okay. Packers, and Cowboys. Cowboys minus six. Cowboys minus seven and a half. Oh, okay, minus seven. That's a big half a I point. I should gamble there. all these ones when I'm shooting from the hip. Absolutely, and uh, see how much my intuition is better than thousands and thousands of people with computers. The return of Matthew Stafford to Detroit. Rams mm. at Lions on Sunday night. In Detroit. What do you got on uh, this one? This is Lions minus six. Lions minus three in this one. Okay. Rams yeah. are one of the hotter teams in football right now. Rams, yeah. are, Rams are playing some really good football down the stretch. Um, last one. 
Eagles, we talked about this one yesterday. Eagles, Buccaneers, Monday night. Oh, this was weird, yeah, because I don't uh, – Because the Bucs are – The Eagles have lost five of six. Yeah. Uh, the Baker Mayfield's a better quarterback than Jalen Hurts right now. Yes, sir. And yet, the uh, uh, yesterday the Eagles were favored by one. Is that by right? Three, it went by two and a by half three. yesterday, and it's and up and to three. It's up to three, okay. It's up to yeah. three, yeah. I've already bet the Bucks in that one. Uh, listeners, we like to do this little exercise every now and then to remind me not to gamble. So. <laughs> oh, man. Unless yeah. I happen to randomly be correct on, uh, on all of those, in which I'm going to In which case we credit. do it every week to show off yeah. Seth's yeah. handicapping skills. Exactly. Uh, sex message. I agree, Sean. I would rather live in a 600-square-foot apartment, work outside, than be an ungrateful, horrible billionaire. Because <laughs> I, be like, <laughs> I would be like Tepper, throwing beer on people and then buying all the footage to gaslight them. <laughs> I like, man, I like, it's true though. I, it's a, I, I think that it takes a certain, you know, there's that sweet spot for the amount of money you make where either it's, uh, and I feel like about it, you know, you're more money doesn't create more happiness after a certain level in most people. Yeah. Some people it does. Um, it's one of those things where you got to be happy to begin with for that extra money to make you like, it makes it that much easier to be happy. Yeah. But if you're like inherently miserable and then you get that money, it just makes you a different type of miserable. Right. You're going to be a miserable human being. And, and it's, and it takes on like a, like a perverse version of being miserable when you have that much money and power and nobody will tell you the truth. Yeah. Like then it's just, then it gets weird and ugly, man. And I, I like, I wouldn't want that. I wouldn't want that for you, Sean. To be I don't think you're happy enough to handle a billion dollars. To be clear. I well, to be clear. I, maybe not. I'm a very happy person, I, but yeah, I'm at the yeah. stage, but I'm at the stage where more money would definitely make me even more happy. Yeah, you, you were yeah. talking. That. I think the, I think you're right. Yeah, as long as you can keep it, you just got to keep it quiet. Right, that's the only problem. Just right. all those demands that come, um, and all the prying and everything else. Uh, the, the, the people just trying to get a piece of you once they find out you're a billionaire. God, man, I come in with a fur coat the next day, diamond encrusted shades. Yeah, I would be. <laughs> There'd be nothing anonymous. Yeah, about I would be flaunting it. Yeah, flinging <laughs> in a Bentley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever thought about if you won, like, uh, let's say you won the Mega Millions and you yeah. won like five hundred million? Yeah, no, I thought about this a lot, and I know we need to get to headlines, Ben, but this is an important question. I thought about it a lot because the you first keep it anonymous. Do you create a trust and keep it anonymous? I don't know if I would. That's keep... what the question I was going to ask. I, okay, um, I would. Hmm. Y- yes, I would try to remain anonymous. Here's what would change for me, Seth. I don't yeah. know. I, I'm not sure if I would or not, but this is what I know because I have thought about this. As you drive past the billboards on the 610 loop, yeah. like what would I do? And I think the first thing that pops into a lot of people's heads is would I still work? And I would definitely still work. I, yeah. I would not want all that. Fr- like honestly, like people are laughing like, oh, you wouldn't want all that free time? No. I, plus, I love what I do. What I would do is I would treat, because we're talking like hundreds of millions of dollars, my clients here that sponsor me would get treated so awesome by me that I would yeah. bury the other radio stations in town. I would use oh, my wealth. Oh, that's you would do. You would buy. Would use, you would Arthur Smith it. I yeah, would use okay. my wealth to become the greatest radio personality in the history of the city. And stay local. And stay it's local. A, yeah, I don't want to go anywhere. Like, well, I, that is one thing that I like. I, it's it's more fun that way. Yeah. The whole thing about being national is that you are constantly pissing people off everywhere. The fun thing about local, and like in radio, it's like 
without going to the economics of it, like there's a lot of advantages to being local in radio versus national radio, uh, financially and everything. But, um, but the fun part of it is that you don't, you just, you get to be, you get to hate other teams yeah. and actually get love for it. Um, you get to like be in lockstep with people in your city, yeah. like with the emotions and everything. It's just a whole different vibe. So if you're rich, yeah, you would definitely want to, yeah, you would, you would keep doing this specific job for sure. You would just probably donate all of your earnings to Ben. And you would, um, you know, and we'd probably have like the nicest studio around. Yeah, I, I would invest deeply in burying everybody else in the marketplace. That's what I would do. I would satisfy my competitive urges. That's that's exactly that's and and so when you walk past your competitors in the press box or at events, they're staring daggers into you because they're so mad that you're <laughs> that it's all them. the money yeah everything like everything like yeah he yeah just man bought his oh, dude yeah. i'd be like the million dollar man ted dibiase it would be incredible absolutely somebody real quick yeah. uh sci-fair frank with a nice little quote here money is like alcohol it just magnifies what you already are okay i'd say in a certain number yeah i i, I wonder i bet that's true like 80 percent of the time yeah, yeah yeah i'm a good drunk so i think i'd be a good billionaire Thank you, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> Too ironic. The, the very thing that will keep me from ever becoming a billionaire is the thing that would make me a good billionaire. Absolutely. Ah. absolutely. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 